Well, welcome, friends, to the Victory Point Bible Reading Podcast, where normal, everyday disciples open up the Bible and discuss. We don't claim to be theologians here, but no one ever said you had to be to read and interpret and apply the Word of God to your life. So thanks so much for joining us today, and here's your host. Happy Friday! Yay! It is October 15th. I'm Kim Howard, back again with Joy Ensing, and yay, hallelujah Friday. Um, <laughs> welcome back, and uh, we hope that you enjoyed this week with us, and as we enjoyed sharing with each other and um, having the conversations. Um, so, as always, on Friday, we like to ask our guests how they feel about the whole process. Um, most of them do start out with this intimidated, not wanting to do it, um, mindset. So I know that was kind of yours as well. And I appreciate you praying over it and listening and then obeying, um, and joining me. So I'm glad that you did. Um, but how do you feel about it now that we've got the week recorded, um, this being our last day, how do you feel the experience went? Well, thank you, Kim, for the lead mm -hmm. in. Um, obviously, I was very nervous going into the week. Um, Kim has made it so easy to just chit chat about things and I mean, do life. We, we do life together. We've done life together more so in the last couple years yeah. Yeah. than prior. Um, but yes, I was, uh, I'm a podcast listener from way back, mm -hmm. um, tried to be encouraging to people who are on the podcast and always in the back of my mind, um, have been nervous slash worried. Oh, <laughs> if I seem too excited about it, they're probably going to ask me to be on it at some point. Uh -huh. So, um, as God always does, he aligned it perfectly on Sunday for me to walk up and talk to my two friends. Kim and Brenda. And Kim had a look on her face that said, <laughs> I'm going to ask you something. Um, but I prayed about it and God would not release me from it. And it has been a good experience. I feel it's good to to talk things through with somebody else. And it just kind of feels like a conversation. And I'm trying not to focus on the microphone. Yeah, the elephant in the room. Yes, the elephant in the room. Mm -hmm. So yes, I would say if they ask you to do it, um, just say yes. Yeah. It's, you know, after you record the first day, I think we mentioned that, like right. the first day is always very nerve wracking. Um, but after that, it just seems to be more natural and right. not right. quite as intimidating. So, and I tried to, I, t I'm an overthinker. Uh -huh. So I think your words to tell me like, read it a couple of times, just jot a couple notes. And even prior to recording, I, I reread all the scripture, but I didn't allow myself a whole lot of additional because it's not like I'm getting extra credit or points for how many <laughs> things I find out of the Bible, I guess, is the way right. I'm looking at it. Oh, that was a great so, way to look at it because, yeah, sometimes I think we are, we have that thought like, okay, well, we've got to be XYZ, I guess, on mm -hmm. this podcast. And we say right. it all the time. We're not theologians. We're just two people right. who right. read the scriptures um, maybe did a little bit of research into them mm -hmm. and we're just sharing what God was speaking to our hearts in it. So, um, 
is not really that difficult now, is it? No, no. Um, I think you maybe hinted at earlier in this week, maybe in a recording, but maybe in between, but that there's almost like this, um, maybe a little bit of like an adrenaline type thing, like, Mm -hmm. and maybe because we're having conversation about it versus just reading it and studying it, but almost like this desire to do that more. Right. Right. Um, and that's what I found over probably the last two years, maybe mm-hmm. is the desire to just dig in deeper. Yeah. Um, so this kind of maybe jumpstarts that for you. I don't know. <laughs> um, but I know probably. you will continue to listen oh, to yes. the podcast yes. from here on out because you are a faithful listener and uh. we appreciate that. So, uh, well, good. I'm glad that you didn't have horrible things to say about how hard it was to join Kim on this uh, journey. Not horrible at um, all. Yay. So I'm doing an all right job there. Uh, making you comfortable. So I appreciate you joining me. So we are uh, jumping into Mark 10, verse 35 to 45. And uh, would you read that for us today? Sure, sure. I'm reading out of the NIV. It's headed, The Request of James and John. Then James and John, the sons of Zebedee, came to him. Teacher, they said, we want you to do for us whatever we ask. What do you want me to do for you? He asked. They replied, let one of us sit at your right and the other at your left in your glory. You you don't know what you are asking, Jesus said. Can you drink the cup I drink or be baptized with the baptism I am baptized with? We can, they answered. Jesus said to them, you will drink the cup I drink and be baptized with the baptism I am baptized with, but to sit at my right or left is not for me to grant. These places belong to those for whom they have been prepared. When the ten heard about this, they became indignant with James and John. Jesus called them together and said, You know that those who are regarded as rulers of the Gentiles lord it over them, and their high officials exercise authority over them. Not so with you. Instead, whoever wants to become great among you must be your servant, and whoever wants to be first must be slave of all. For even the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many. Thank you. Um, This almost seems like, I don't, part of me feels like this almost seems like two different messages. Right. But maybe not. Maybe it's more joined than I think it is. Um, But I, you know, James and John are obviously two who are in Jesus' like inner circle, Mm -hmm. right? Like they clearly were very, very close to Jesus. Um, And then they approach him with this question, which (laughs) you have to have some level of comfort with Jesus to ask that type of question is what I'm thinking. Like you had to have thought, well, clearly he's going to be eventually choosing somebody to fill those roles as he brings his kingdom of power and reign over the earthly kingdom is right. what they're thinking. Right. Um, so why not us? And we're going to jump in and ask the question just to make sure we're the first ones to get our foot in the door, so to speak. Um, pretty gutsy, you know, pretty <laughs> gutsy guys, which is maybe why they were uh, nicknamed the sons of thunder, you know, right. like that right. to me says bold and courageous um, just in that nickname. Um what did you, I mean, what did you think about that as far as, you know, these two disciples of all of them asking Jesus that? Well, I thought too, the boldness, like 
we want you to do for us whatever we ask. Like, do you really think you can, you, you can say that to Jesus? Like you're <laughs> going to tell him where you should be in the heavenly realms. And then I'm like, I just feel like to me, it appears like they may have missed some of what Jesus was trying to teach (laughs) because aren't you supposed to be, you know, humble and, you know, so, so it caused obviously quite a um, ruckus, you might say amongst Mm -hmm. the others, because they're like, wait a minute, how do you two think you're better than us 10? You know, so it just, to me, it was just a reminder that God speaks and his authority is over us all. We can't pick, we can't choose, we have to listen. That's, I mean, and they obviously weren't listening. I mean, and then I think to myself, it's like, if they couldn't listen with Jesus right there, then sometimes I beat myself up about not listening when I don't have the physical being Jesus sitting here talking to me. Right. Yeah. And I find it interesting as you were saying that, um, like how they weren't quite grasping right. that whole thing. And I think you pointed out that like they were looking for an earthly kingdom position. Mm-hmm. They were not thinking heavenly position. They were thinking Jesus was going to rule on earth, rule on earth. And therefore they wanted to be a part of that government mm-hmm. um, in a high position. But again, this is just after Jesus predicts his death yet again. Right. Not the first time. Yep. Like yep. he's done this now multiple times and like, they still are missing that he's talking about, I'm going to die. I'm going to leave and I'm establishing my kingdom Right. My heavenly kingdom here. Um, So you're right. Like, I guess for us, you know, how many thousands of years later uh, we can feel at peace about that we're not in the physical presence of Jesus. Right. And therefore we still don't understand. But these guys were in the physical presence of Jesus and still weren't quite grasping this whole thing. Um, So there's maybe a little bit of peace in that, that we're not uh, way off base. Um, and I too noticed that the other disciples, um, the NIV and the NLT both use that term indignant. So I had yeah. to look that up because to me that it's not like a big word, but it's a word we don't use, use very often. Um, and so the, the uh, definition I had for that was angry or displeased because something is wrong or not fair. And I got this image in my mind of my children who <laughs> always say that's not fair. And what do you say to them, Kim? Life's not fair. Exactly. Um, And I don't know if that was Jesus' tone later when he just says, well, that's not for me to decide, but God's going to decide that. So, but I just think like the other disciples were thinking the same thing, right? Right. Maybe they were thinking it was unfair that these guys were asking ahead of them. Right. And they missed out on their opportunity. Because they were the rebels that asked ahead of time. Right. They were the bold and courageous ones that were willing to just throw it all out there. And the other disciples are like, oh, man, shoot. I wish I would have thought of asking that, you know, because then maybe I would have um, been offered that position. So I think that that too, like they're maybe not so angry that they asked the question, but that they asked it first. First. True. Good point. 
um, because I think they all kind of wanted yeah. that yeah. place of high authority. Mm-hmm. Um, so I found that interesting and just picturing my kids, like those other 10 disciples are like my kids all the time. Right. That's not fair. You know, they're just, they're <laughs> indignant a lot. Um, they're teenagers. <laughs> they are. So that's life for Gotta us for love sure. Them. <laughs> um, was there anything else that you had written down about this? Um, just passage? the servant model. Jesus mm-hmm. came as a servant, which is a model for all of us. He's like, whoever wants to be first must be slave of all. For the son of man did not come to be served, but to serve. You know, so just a continual, um, it's not about me. It's about serving others and maybe being Jesus to others. Yeah. Without having to boldly say, you know, not standing on a street corner yelling, you know, about you got to know Jesus, but modeling as best we can on this earth. Yeah, that servant heart. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, which comes from a place of humility, obviously, to think of others as better than yourself. Uh, But I liked, uh, as we kind of bring this to a conclusion, because it's Friday, and we like to look if there's anything that um, kind of ran across all the days, Mm -hmm. a theme that came out. Um, I did like when I was reading this that, again, at the end in verse 45, um, it says, For even the Son of Man came not to be served, but to serve others and to give his life as a ransom for many Mm-hmm. That word many, many came again, back that again. goes back to the Isaiah prophecy um, yep. where he mentioned that same thing, that Jesus poured out his life unto death and bore the sin of many. Um, so I think that like that whole tying in the Messiah's purpose um, of what he came to do. Mm-hmm. And um, so that was kind of an interesting thing. As I'm thinking right. on Friday, we have a theme. Um so that was one of my tie-ins. Did you have anything from as you read through the weeks and looked back that stood out as like, was there a, a theme that went through all of it as far as what you caught? I just, I just feel like God speaks has been like an every day God speaks in, you know, in Job he spoke and it's always that he speaks and that he has authority. That was the, I also had the Jesus, um, the suffering of Jesus. That's kind of the crucifixion was brought in in different ways. And the many thing, that's going to be something that sticks with me for a while. Right. To wrestle with maybe. um, Like who are the many? and What that looks like. And I don't know, it could be a deeper Bible study. I'm sure many people have looked into what the depths of that one is, what that word um, means. Uh, I too, and I think like from me at the beginning of the week, um, it seemed like the um, there was a lot of creation mm-hmm. stories in there, but it was all in light of God's plan. Um, so I, I had written that God's sovereign plan from the beginning of creation to the realization of his plan through the sacrifice of his son um, for atonement and redemption. It just kind of carried us through like mm-hmm. right from the beginning. We yep. talked about creation in a couple of the passages yep. and then it, you know, ties into that plan is then carried out through Jesus. Right. Um, into today yeah. where, yeah. And it's about service. Mm-hmm. Um, We're about service than being served. Right. Right. So how are we doing on that? 
Mm-hmm. Right? I mean, right. That, that's where we should be right. evaluating how are we more like James and John and we're like working and striving to be on the right or the left of Jesus in heaven someday or are we at the feet of Jesus and serving, you know? Right. Um, and we serve Jesus, obviously, by serving the many, right. you know, who, who, who does God have in that many? Um, yep. And the reason you serve, you know, I mean, there's, you can serve because you want to be recognized yep. or you can serve because you just want to serve. Right. Because that's what we're called to do. Right. And is there any better way to show your gratitude and right. love for somebody than by serving them? Right. So if we're to serve God and Jesus for that sacrifice, mm-hmm. is there any better way to show our gratitude than to just like shout it from the mountaintops, right? right. And then right. and then act yep. on it. Yep. You know, we don't just say these things, but we actually believe it. We right. follow it and we want to do it. Um, right. So yeah. Yeah. Good words for the week. Okay. Um I told you I wasn't going to throw you off and um <laughs> ask you to jump in, but I'm going to today because oh, I've been I think she pretty kind. Threw so, me off on a Friday. Um, catching you <laughs> off guard. I am wondering, I'm gonna make it easy though for you. It, there is the standard blessing that we end um typically the day okay. with. And so I'm just wondering if you would be so kind to read the final uh, day's sure. blessing. I, and I can handle that one. It's the one we all know. So right. it should be right. pretty easy. Right. Well, as you go about your day, may the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you his peace. Have a great day. Amen and amen. Amen. Have a great weekend and keep listening next week. Thank you very much. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Well, thank you for joining us today for the Victory Point Bible Reading Podcast. We hope that today's conversation was helpful for you and encourages you in your daily walk with God. If you have any questions or thoughts to share with us, please email us at info at victorypoint.org. We would love to hear from you.